Greetings, collective. Today's message <clears throat> is, I guess, spotlighted by the Nine of Swords. When we've experienced pain, which we all have, there's not a being on the planet that hasn't experienced pain. There's not a being on the planet that doesn't know what grief is. There is not a being on the planet that doesn't know what sorrow feels like. Even if it's a slight sorrow, it's still sorrow. And what the card of Nine of Swords is asking of us is to understand that the only way to live a life, to fully uh, embody our spirituality, to fully evolve into whatever it is we came to the planet to evolve, that thoroughly grieving sorrow, thoroughly grieving loss, thoroughly grieving anger, thoroughly grieving any of the things that we need to grieve can act as a transcendent activity. It's transcendent in that we allow the pain to rise up and out of us and back into the ether and become something entirely different. It's energy that's blocked. Let the energy pass through. Let it go through you so it can become something positive or something life-affirming or something fertile for another being on the planet or the planet in toto. Healing from grief, feeling sorrow, these are the things that actually bind us most as humans. Happy occasions, certainly, but there is something about sadness, grief, sorrow, that softens our heart, creates by its very nature and acknowledgement, compassion. You cannot feel sorrow and sadness in your heart and not have created a soft, fertile ground for empathy. Empathy for a human you may not even like because of their all of the varied reasons that we find to dislike other people, in which case we really find that we dislike those things about ourselves. But it's paramount to our evolution as a planet, to our evolution as individuals, to feel the grief. Feel it. And yes, you may have a lifetime of grief. You may be grieving for the rest of your life, about something that happened way back when. But the degree to which you grieve, the degree to which you release that energy that is begging to be released so that another may have its transmuted energy is the degree to which you can fully embody your body, embody your life, live your life, serve others, serve your purpose. We came here not to serve ourselves. But yes, caring for ourselves is a huge part 
of being a human being. Being a being, really. I don't know about you, but I recall having a dog and they lick their paws, cleaning themselves. So self-care just is. It's not good. It's not bad. It just is. Like eating. It's necessary. Because without it, we essentially don't live. But we are not here to serve in the ways that we think we are. We are not here to just be happy. We are not here to simply live a good life. Though those things may happen, those things certainly can be an outgrowth of our true purpose. And our true purpose is also not to suffer. Our true purpose is not to be a martyr. Our true purpose is not to endure pain so that another may not. Our true purpose comes from spirit. I was going to say it comes from outside of ourselves, but truly it comes from deep within ourselves. It's past our desires, our needs, satiable or insatiable. It flies past that. It's deeply rooted in you. Deeply in your sacral chakra. You feel its energy in your in your solar plexus. When you get excited about something, you're like, oh, I can't wait to do that thing. That thing that makes you, that lights you up. That's your purpose. That's it. And it's not because it makes you happy. For example, I love it when I can, my human self can make someone feel better or assure them that they're okay, assure them that they're normal and that there's absolutely nothing wrong with them. There's nothing like that feeling. And that that feeling that propels me to live, propels me to move forward. That's a very different feeling than the utter bliss and joy I get from binging a particular Netflix show. And don't be mistaken, I get joy and bliss from those things. Yes, you can certainly use any of these things to escape, you know, the the little things, the comfort comfort things we have. But make no mistake, they're very different. They're very different. That bliss that propels me forward, that that solar plexus motion. That is my spiritual truth. That is why I was put on this planet. It's never been about me. All of the experiences I've had that have put me necessarily deep within myself to acknowledge my pain, acknowledge childhood trauma, acknowledge the sense of confinement within that trauma, confinement, imprisonment, and inability to to escape, if you will. That is, those experiences are the very fodder upon which we feed when we become adults or as we grow because we may not reach this place these do these things until later later in life or we may be doing them you know when we're eight nine ten the point is that we are asked now there's no there's no running away nine of swords is you've hit a block you've hit a wall 
You could just stay on the other side of that wall. And that's okay. You can stay on the other side of that wall. You can try to bang the wall. You can try to hit the wall. Oh, you see the swords above you. You see the suffering all around you. And you can still choose to, you know, keep hitting the wall. Or you can choose to stop hitting the wall. Sit in the middle of all that shit. And surrender to it. Surrender to your pain. Yep, there it is. I feel an inordinate amount of pain. I am hurt by something that I don't even understand. I'm hurt by something I feel bad about being hurt by. I feel, I'm giving for instances here, I feel unworthy and I don't know why. How can I get a sense of worth? It's not about achieving a sense of worth. It's not about necessarily even getting rid of that pain. That's not Nine of Swords. Because you're not going to do that work in an instance and move on to the next thing. It's carrying these things with you. Healing them, sure. But understanding that you don't do healing. God does healing. Spirit does healing. We show up and do what we... We do the action. And then the healing happens. And there's a lot of faith in that. And believe me, I'd be the first one to say bullshit. <laughs> Just, I have no idea why I'm chosen to do these channeled things but here I am but it's just showing up so to get to the other side of that wall you just stop hitting the wall because all that's going to happen is your knuckles are going to get bloody it's a stone wall it's an eternity thick but guess what happens through your tears through your simply acknowledging what does that six-year-old you need? I know it's so hard to look back at them. I know it's hard to remember how vulnerable they were. Believe me, <laughs> I know and I understand not wanting to know and see. You don't have to do anything. Just acknowledge its presence. Say, I see you. I don't even know if I accept you, but I see you. And I'm going to accept over time but acknowledge the swords one by one you cannot escape them you're trying to when you hit the wall and it's only by sitting in the middle of those things and you are by yourself it is a solitary confinement of sorts as you cry the tears that need to be cried as you feel the explosive, gut-shaking anger that grips you and seems as though it will never let you go, that burns a fire from your toes through the crown of your head, somehow, those tears, sitting with that anger and feeling its burn, starts to soften that wall all by itself. I'm not touching that wall. It's softening on its own. And yet here I am. Not doing anything, sitting. I can sit for an hour. I can sit for a week. I can sit for five minutes. Time is absolutely not an issue. Time does not exist in the universe that we're talking about here. It's irrelevant. 
Five minutes can be five weeks. But the measure of time is irrelevant here. There is no time. And space is just one interconnected reality, which means it kind of doesn't exist either. Don't have to accept those things. You can just hear them and be like, oh, well, it doesn't sound terrible. Okay, whatever. That's me. I'm imitating myself. <sighs> Let's sit with it. I guess that's the lesson today. Sit with it. Do I want to do this? No. Am I going to get up from this channeling space and, and start working on it right away? No. Am I, am I good at this? No. <laughs> Am I telling you what to do? No. None of those things. I'm delivering a message. I've kind of put on the back burner whether I like it or not, whether I want to do it or not. I'm just doing it. I'm listening. I'm showing up. So, family, I send you off. I don't know, with the greatest degree of love I can muster especially those who most need it, especially those who I would quote, hate, unquote, in my life. Those are the ones I need to love the most. I think that's it. Until the next.